Welcome to The Well Woman Show. Each episode is a transformational journey using mindfulness, feminism, leadership, and strategy to support you to thrive personally, generate wealth, and impact your community. And now, here's your host, feminist thought leader, London School of Economics grad, leadership consultant, and transformational coach, Giovanna Rossi. Hello, Well Women, and happy new decade. Happy 2020. Uh, you're, if you're listening to this, when this show publishes, it is the very first day of 2020 and I am bringing you a special show today. It's going to be a short show so that I can just get straight to the point. Um, and I'm going to talk about resolutions. One of my favorite topics because I don't like resolutions, (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Um, I know you've all been inundated probably with all kinds of messages in the media and on social media and from friends and family about uh, reflecting on the past year or decade and setting goals for the new year and decade. And I am going to share my take on all of this. And it's really the well woman take on it, which is basically that you really only need one resolution this year. And I wrote about this and in an article that was just published in the newspaper um, the a few days ago, um, leading up to the new year. And so I'm going to share it with you. Um, it's really just about the one resolution you need and three ways to get started that don't require gym memberships, diet plans, or anything else that you have to buy. Hallelujah, right? So this all started because, um, well, actually, (laughs) I have a long history with um, grappling with resolutions because I think it positions women to be coming from a place of lack and um, fear and wanting to, or or being made to feel like we need to do things better, look better, you know, all of the above. And so the way I have approached resolutions really for the past decade is that um, I, I really try through Well Woman Life to provide tools and um, facilitate women to live our lives the way we want to live them all year long, right? So that it doesn't come to the end of the year and we like make a mad dash for all the things that we hate about ourselves or, or you know, and that we want to change and become the new you and all of that stuff. That's all so not where I'm coming from. So where I'm coming from is to really um, stand in your uh, power and in your self-love and really um, create a life that is full of joy and um, is more proactive rather than reactive. So I, about a week ago, was opening holiday cards um, that I got in the mail and uh Side note, we actually haven't done holiday cards in a couple of years now. And the kids were asking this year, why didn't we do a holiday card? (laughs) So we might get back on that train next year. But um, as I was opening my holiday cards this year, I noticed something. Um, 
I noticed all of these beautiful photos of families smiling and enjoying themselves. Um, Some of the cards included little updates about the accomplishments of the year, words like happiness or season's greetings on them. And every time we opened a card, we, um, you know, put uh, the the kids really love to open the cards. So they would put them on the um, snowman like card holder that we have and, uh, you know, it's really beautiful. We love, we love getting these cards, but there was something strange that I noticed this year, which was that every single card in which each family member's name was listed. So not cards from like from the Smiths or from the Garcias. Um, it was the, the cards that listed each, each individual family member's name. The, the man's name always appeared first on the list. So and then the woman's name came second. And, you know, this sort of thing didn't, it, it caught my eye. And, and it's, you know, it, it's something that really, actually, I, I just couldn't let go of it. I thought, what, what is going on here? Why are women putting their names second when I know for a fact that a majority of those cards were designed and printed and mailed by the women in the family? So, Um, it's, it's one of those things that's sort of like an everyday mundane thing that we overlook, right? And when we overlook these things, they, they add, they start adding up, they start creeping into our lifestyle on the way we operate and the way we interact. And so I wanted to bring it up as a, as a thing. I wanted to make a thing of it (laughs) this year which I did in this article that I will link to in the show notes for this show, which is uh, wellwomanlife.com slash 186 show. You can read the article there. Um, And so I noticed this and, and we, you know, we still continue to put the cards up on the snowman card holder and look at these beautiful cards. Um, But it just occurred to me that it just, it does really go unnoticed. It's just sort of the way it is, even though, like I said, the majority of the cards were um, the, the card, you know, sending all of these cards was managed mostly by the women in the household. Not to say the men uh, didn't do some of the, you know, didn't help out or some of them didn't do it, but mostly it's the women that were doing it. So, um, so my point here is that I'm not saying that women's names should be listed uh, first as a rule, right? That's not the point here. I'm just suggesting that while we talk about gender and racial equality and fairness, we actually do behave in ways that are opposed to that. So we say that we're in favor of gender and racial equality, but it's really actually very hard to um, embody that and and uh, articulate that in our everyday lives. And this example of the Christmas cards is is one of, of those examples. So um, one of the things I want to point out here is that it's not just about like women needing to stand up and putting themselves first, which it, it absolutely is about that. It's also about men asking, why don't you put your name first on the card this year? And while you're at it, put your education first and your career first and your dreams first. Like, we would like men in our lives to uh, to articulate that and really be standing up in that way. So 
Um, it would be really easy to dismiss this as, as negative or too picky. I, I get that. But I really urge you to think about this again and, um, and just, just bear with me here um, because these little things do add up. As I said, we don't make big changes in society by waiting for the world to get fixed, right? Um, we, can, we can have these lofty goals and big dreams, but unless we do the nitty gritty work, it's that they don't happen. So we, uh, we do make big changes in the world by impacting outcomes at the individual community and systems levels. And those changes start with questioning cultural norms. And this is a lot of what I do actually in my professional uh, work, which is um, public policy and um, coaching and leadership, uh, which is like, how can we make an impact? How, how can we change those outcomes? We'll be right back. I'm so thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico, a monthly green healthy lifestyle publication. And for support from High Desert Yoga, promoting optimum physical health, clarity of mind, and spiritual inspiration for all. Many of you have followed my journey from consulting to women's leadership and empowerment, starting a nonprofit, raising two kids, and everything in between. I've really taken some time this year to focus in on where I can help the most women with their own desire to create social impact and also a good income for themselves and their families. As my consulting and coaching practice is growing, I found that one of my favorite things to do is the free discovery sessions. I love hearing about people's passions for the work they do, sharing what I do, and helping people understand what my hybrid consulting coaching is all about. Hint, hint, serious strategy plus spacious mindset. So if you find yourself worrying about whether you'll ever make it in the thing you're pursuing, or waking up in the middle of the night anxious about money, lacking energy you need to get everything done, or procrastinating on moving forward with projects and tasks, or even if you're in a leadership role, but you're second guessing yourself and not getting things done, I'd love to talk to you. These conversations help me get clear on how I can help more leaders create the impacts and income they want so they can start living with ease and joy. Plus, you'll get a free hour with me to get crystal clear on what you want to create for your company or organization and your life and what's been holding you back. So if you're interested, you can book a call at wellwomanlife.com slash learn more. We're back on the Well Woman Show. So as we wrap up 2019 and head into the new year, what does it mean to make a resolution? Well, according to the Oxford uh, English Dictionary, it means a firm decision to do or not to do something. So this year, the only resolution that we need to make is to put ourselves first on the list. And as I alluded to earlier, it may sound easy, but it really actually requires a deep level of awareness and unlearning of norms and habits. And a lot of what I share in the Well Woman Life community and in my coaching is um, are the tools for actually unlearning these norms and habits and how we can do that in our day-to-day lives. So I'm going to share with you here today three ways that you can get started on this. And I encourage you, if you're, if this speaks to you, if you're interested in pursuing these three um, tools that I'm going to share with you, then definitely come over and take the quiz. If you haven't taken the quiz on my website, wellwomanlife.com slash quiz, 
And um, it'll really help you uh, identify like where you are in the well woman life cycle and what you can do about it. And also, you'll then get notifications from me about when I do retreats and workshops and things that you can um, dive into this a little deeper. So number one is reflect and release. So in this first step, we're going to reflect on and jot down what has brought you joy in the last year and what has not. I really do actually want you to have a, a like take a page, piece of paper out, draw a line down the middle. And on the left hand side, what has brought you joy? And on the right hand side, what has not brought you joy? And let's really just make a list here. It, it actually really helps to write it down with pen and paper, not with your computer. Um, I just had a conversation with someone about this and it, there's a different thing that happens in your brain when you handwrite something. So, um, the other thing in this, in this step is to really reflect on what made you feel fulfilled. When did you reach your full potential in some area of your life or close to it? Um, your professional life, your personal life, what, what was it? that uh, made you feel fulfilled or where you reached your full potential and, and jot that down. It's really good to reflect on these things as we go, you know, as we end a, end a year and go into a new year um, so that we don't just uh, take the messages that are put are out there in, in the media and social media and like latch onto someone else's, you know, sh- shiny uh, goal but we actually work on the things that we, that are important to us. So um, other reflective questions you can ask in this step are, what would you like to create for yourself in the coming year? Um, And what would you like to release and leave behind in 2019? So uh, if you want to pause this recording and spend five or 10 or 20 minutes just journaling on this, that would be a great thing to do. Um, And then uh, we'll go on to step two. So step number two is build your power. Now, we as women don't often use the word power in, um, in the sense of, you know, the ability to affect change. Um, a lot of times power has a negative connotation. It, it makes us feel like it's someone is controlling us or, um, or something like that. But I, I want to encourage us to think about power in terms of our ability to affect change, change in our lives, change in the world. So you might want to ask yourself, where do I have power and where do I need to build power? Where am I able to make change? Where am I able to affect change? Where am I, where am I not able to? And um, jot those things down. And it's really worth at this point taking inventory of your earned power versus your unearned power. And this is a whole, like we could do a whole episode on this, but just to very briefly bring it into this conversation, it's really an exercise in understanding your privilege and your disadvantages. So your earned power is, you know, the, the things that you've, that you've worked at, that you've had to work at that just didn't automatically come to you. 
and your unearned power is your privilege, right? Um, the things that you just, that just society places value, a higher value on, whether that's your gender, your race, um, your status, uh, any number of those things, your ability, able-bodied abilities or, or any of those things. So really taking a look at where, where do you have earned power and where is your unearned power? And just to be aware, right? Like let's, this, this is half of all of this is (laughs) being aware of, of all of these things. And then, um, there's really, um, an immense need for change in the world and for you to have power and for you to build your power and you can contribute by critiquing the norms that have kept us quote unquote in our place or second on the list. So you not building your power is not helping the world. And so, um, I, I want to support all women in the well woman community to build our power and, um, and I'll go into this a lot more in like future workshops and retreats and things, but this is just a quick taster for right now. So that was step number two. Step number three is be seen and heard. So here we are showing up, we're speaking up, we are telling our story, and we're not backing down, we're not shrinking, we're not trying to get smaller or be quiet or polite. We are, um, we're being seen and heard. So in this step, I want you to create a list of your dreams. They can be a list of dreams for the year or for the decade. I'm taking a sip of tea. Um, I want you to really think about what are your dreams and um, some, some of you will, you know, you'll be able to really just brainstorm these and write them down and they'll come to you very quickly. With others of us, depending on where we are, it's going to take a little bit more digging to actually even acknowledge that we have dreams or, you know, to figure out what they are. And that's okay. It, it takes different amounts of time for different people depending on where you are. And again, you can find out where you are in the well woman life cycle by going and doing that quiz. So definitely um, that is helpful. So the idea here is that we create our list of dreams, some, or you can call them goals too, dreams or goals. And then I want you to think about aligning your words and actions with those dreams. So you start showing up in your actions and your words as though you are living those dreams or goals. And so showing up, speaking up, being seen, being heard, being loud, being quiet, doing it privately or doing it publicly. I want you to book the trip, eat the ice cream, take the job, say no, say yes, and absolutely don't apologize for it. So that's step number three. I want to hear from you to see how you're doing on these three steps. And you can go to wellwomanlife.com slash 186 show for um, more on these links and um, these three steps. And um, 
you know, just really enjoy this time. Most of you hopefully have a little bit of time off, or if you're still in the swing of things working, um, just try to take a little bit of time to really uh, let this sink in and do these exercises. It will really help ground you and get get you um, in the right mindset and place for moving forward with the new year. And um, I hope you enjoy this uh, this episode of the Well Woman Show. The only resolution you need this year is to put yourself first on the list. I'd love to hear from you about how you're doing with this. Um, you can head over to the Facebook group we have on uh, wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook and join our group there and happy new year. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your well woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join our community. As a reminder, we are on NPR every week. So be sure to tune in at npr.org slash podcasts and search for The Well Woman Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.